Hello, this is um, Emmy with another segment of Rune Rambles. This will be the third episode of Out on Third Base. Um, this time I am joined by Latin Viking. Want to say hello? Sup? Here I am. Okay, so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to ask some questions. These are questions that I've already been, I've already answered myself, so... My thoughts won't be different, but so I'm going to be asking some to Latin. I'll come up with some questions myself, um, and we'll take it from there. Okay, so first one is this is from Iso. We've got a few from Iso actually, a few um, questions from Iso. But this is first lot from Iso, which is what sim leagues are you currently in, or have you previously been in, and how do they differ in terms of structure, play involvement, and fun? Well, right now I'm at PBA. I am recently joined the BHL and the SCFSL, the super casual football sim league. Um, they're pretty similar, actually. Right now I'm on both draft process, both the football one and the BHL. So trying to learn the ropes of them. <laughs> Can't really compare them right now. Yeah. Um, so you understand the player involvement at least. So like um, a good example would be the super casual is pretty like essentially you don't do as much as the PB, for example. Yeah. Um, this is a follow on question. So this is why I'm bringing this up. Um, so, you know, like the um, league is uh, casual, for example. Yeah. How do you think that either helps or hinders the le um, the league? So, like, do you think that, for example, the PB is a bit too involved due to be what's classed as a money league? Or do you think that helps the league? Uh, I actually think the PB is pretty balanced. The VHL asks you to do a lot more stuff to actually upgrade your players. So, I think the three of them complement each other and let's one use the the most of our free time on trying to have the best time on each other, on each tournament. So, do you think that um, it ha like affects like what's the player retention at all? Like, do you think if a player um, is likely to join the PBE? For example, do you think that they might be put off by the amount of tasks and they might find something like a casual league more uh, welcoming? Or do you think that maybe the opposite, that because in casual leagues you're not required to do as much, you're not as invested? I actually think that someone on a casual league will join um, the PBE or the VHL and simply keep doing the the same kind of, of stuff and not not really feel like there's more involvement. Casual leagues actually are really active on Discord, so you're using the same time and at least I don't really take uh, knowledge of the amount of time I'm actually putting on these leagues. Um, the next question is, um, so you've, you've seen the VHL and how that does stuff, um, and you've seen how, because um, the VHL would be the one for this question, really. So um, so you've seen, for example, um, let's, um, let me try it. So you know in the uh, PB and the Super Casual Football League, they have a visual sim. Yeah, that you can yeah. watch on Twitch. Do you think that helps people wanting to come to the PBE compared to something like the VHL when it's mostly just box scores? Yeah, totally. Uh, being able, able of watching your own player develop and actually play on a field helps a lot to the involvement with the league. Um, so, a follow-up question to that is, though, um, do you think, like, um, for example, this is with the places like the VHL. 
and this is something I've noticed that they're going a bit more depth with the um you know the streams or for like example we had a stream for the um just the lot uh, draft lottery um and we're going to be having one for the miners draft as well do you think that because of the lack of a um side of it like um being able to watch your player grow on a stream do you reckon that's why they spend more time on those little segments like the draft and stuff like that with actual doing it properly through a stream and not just how we do it over here where it's just posted straight to the um discord as not discord uh, to the site as a um page well actually last last couple of seasons of at least the season 18 if i recall correctly we had the stream for the miners draft as well so yeah i think that kind of spaces help to develop some kind of league unity or makes people more involved in the league they they play. Um, what I was meaning for miners, I meant like the miners draft, you know, the actual draft of the players. Um, because we haven't had one of those in the PBE for a while. Um, and what I'm asking is, do you think they compensate, you know, by not having your player on the stream, by doing more involvement with the other side of it, like drafts and such? Um, yeah, it, it might be looking it that way. It might be pretty... Well, it might be that they use the draft and they are... Those spaces, sorry, a little brain fart there um, but yeah I think they use those spaces to help the people involved in the league actually so, I, yeah, you continue actually the BHL hosting yearly uh, a World Cup helps on the involvement in the league as well taking jobs and stuff like that so the follow-up question to that would be um, this is one that I, is from me myself because um, this is something I actually uh, want to. Um, I've been wanting to. I've been. I've actually put forward to the miners, um, other people in the miners management. Is do you think that we should start having a miner stream in the PB with the changing of how drafts are done? Yeah, of course. Like yeah. So, like, for example, we got in miners the better because right now. The Miners World Series is an oversight tournament. And at least I had more fun on the Dynamo's locker room than on my Majors team. Yeah. An example, so what I was going to say is for, for an example of what I, um, reason why I think we should be swapping to it would be uh, just looking at this season alone. We have, I think it's like 12 picks in the majors, but um, we will then be having all the new players joining as season 21 recruits. So if we don't have a, you know, minors draft, yeah, all those players are going to have to sit around um, quite a while to see themselves um, play or even be mentioned in anything. So I was thinking maybe that'll keep some people in by doing the minors stream so they can get hyped up for it um that, that is my reasoning behind that um because i don't i, I want to know what was your thoughts on not having us having a stream for the majors and find out where you went but basically having to wait until a post was put up for the miners well as i told you actually the well i was really busy trying to actually learn about this stuff the PvE was my first sim league so <laughs> i really didn't have a lot of time to actually care of being draft or not like i told humans a couple of weeks ago i one day i was having interviews with you and six other people all at the same time and the next one i was all, already on the locker room so <laughs> I can't really talk about that. Yeah. 
Um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because when I first joined the league in season 10, we had a majors and a minors draft. Um, and I remember being pumped for both of them. And it's one of the things that I'm really upset disappeared and I would love to come back because of, like I said, we're going to swap. So next question I'm going to miss, which is, um, I mean, I guess I could, I guess I could answer, ask this bit, but then miss the end bit of it, which is, if you could have anyone on the planet as your co-GM, who would it be? You. Okay. Um, I know any reason you, why? Yeah, I know how you GM. I know how you actually are in a locker room in multiple ones, actually. So if I ever GM a team, I would like to do it with someone I know I can trust. Um. And the final one, which is clearly the most important question out here, is uh, pancake or waffles? I got the same question asked today for someone on the ETFSL. Yeah. Uh, well, I gotta say pancakes. I'm from an Italian family and with pancakes you can make cannelloni so i like salty food okay this is a question from yourself here so um you get to answer your own question which is how did you get started with sim leagues oh that question well i was a long time ready lurker so i simply saw the announce for the PBE um, I didn't have any free time then so once I got the chance to actually join a league well I looked back for the old post and give it a go you know can you remember where you found the old post um, like yep, which... I did. Where, did, where did you see it yeah, luckily I did. It was. Uh, where, where, where did you see it? Yeah, like what? It was on the Milwaukee Brewers subreddit. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, so, so that's how you came into the league, and then obviously you joined the other leagues due to different things. So, next one is um, imagine the worst kind of. This is by PP Paul who is the co-GM of the New York Voyagers now. It is, so imagine um, this, sort of worst case scenario for one of your starts. The manager botched the lineup card delivery um, and you've lost the designated hitter from the game, right? And you've got a bat. So the question is, how are you going to handle your at-bats? Are you going to swing for the fences or try to take as many hits as you can, or just give up? Uh, well, there's two outcomes for this. I either trying to punt for the sack, or I'm getting hit by a pitch. Right, so um, when I answered this one, I remember this, because this actually happened to um, Etsuko last season. One of the players got um, retired mid-season, um, as in like in the game, and as a result, uh, um, a lot of us had to start going into bats. Uh, so that was quite funny when I got this question because I remembered it. So the second question is, what would your walk-up song be? Um, there's actually two songs I would use, mm -hmm. either. Anarchy in the UK. Yeah, I like punk music. Oh, because you said two. Yeah. Or the second, the, the second one would be uh, an Argentinian song. It's called Seminary. It's spelled S E M A N. A-R-E. It's an old ballad from the 70s that I 
grew up with. My dad had a radio station when I was a kid, and that was the song they played when I was two years old. So it means a lot for me. Okay, so okay, so it's more of a yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so there's, there's, I'm going to skip one of the questions just because it's a it's a long question. However, I'll ask this other one. This is by Dren and Tab. Okay. Um, it is if you could create your own um sim league um what sport would it be and how would it run different differently from other leagues well there's no actual union rugby league so that's problem that would be it i played a lot of rugby so i actually got cut from my regional team when i was trying to go pro so yeah, that would be to feel an old dream of mine. Um, yeah, I obviously know what that's like, you know. Um, getting cut, get, well, not getting cut, but getting injured so you couldn't do it, so you go on to do a sim league stuff. I get that. Yeah. It's a shock that there's not like that, because I, I know that there's stuff like cricket leagues, there was a lacrosse league, so... Yeah, but no, not the single one for rugby, so... Mm. It would be like super invest, uh, super time consuming. Mm. Podcast, graphics. I want people on the Discord. I want people writing or doing the things they like to do. Mm. And since there's no, not a single actual rugby game for PC. It would be pretty yeah. similar to the BHL. Yeah. I gotta code an engine and make it work. So the next one, would it, and this is actually quite interesting because it fits because you're the team, yeah? You're on the team, which is, if you had to redesign the Vancouver Vandals, what would you train? How would uh, what would you change, and how would you pay homage to the current design? So, I'm going to post this in two different things. So, first of all, would you change the logo entirely or would you uh, um, slash change the entire branding of the team? Or would you just change it slightly or, like, just go completely new with some for Vandals? Well, I can't give details of this one because actually it happened. But I would uh, simply change a bit of the logo and keep as much of the current one as possible. Maybe change the the font of the of the logo or the mascot, but the colors and the team location gotta stay. They are part of that founding team history, and they gotta stay. See, I I'd get rid of the logo and change it to just being a word text in graffiti, personally. So it looks like, you know, on your jerseys, you've just been spray-painted by a vandal. Same vandals. I think that is how I'd go about it personally. Um, in, I think I've talked about this before because the there has been some of the designs I saw of the logo originally that I preferred than what they currently have. Um so I know that was aimed at me because I had problems with the, that one. So next one. Um, here we go. So this is by Valor X seven seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, he says, "What's your favorite anime to binge?" Well, do you I, even like anime? I watch a lot when I was younger, actually. Oh. Uh, so I gotta go for macros. Any version of oh. it. Yeah, I was actually in fun. I was actually making subtitles for the movies and interviewing the the voice actors when I was fifteen. So yeah, I am familiar with the name macros. Granted, it's because of a music band. Which actually, I think, appeared in one of my um, backgrounds for one of the um, VHL 
things I did with a band called Macrosu or Macross, whatever. 98 something, 88, I think it is. I can't remember. So, next one is Does Chicago make the playoffs? No. Right now. Fuck Chicago. No. Will Chicago be carried by Valor? Uh, no. Chicago um, will choke. I don't want them even close to a playoff. If it depends of, of me, I will simply delete the team if I could. Oh. Um, okay, so... Um, next one, it's um, Hummus God, which is, what's your favourite part about the B PBE? People. The guys and... Well, everyone I met here, it, it's just awesome. Uh, currently, so we're like the per yeah, so you like the personal aspect of yeah. it, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, the next bit is from me. These are questions I asked them because these are for asking for people. Is if you could design any mascot for any team, what would it be? A mascot for a team. Well, I do like the Raptors. I'm kind of a fan of the dinosaur team team. So I actually would make um, a dinosaur for the Dallas Dynamos. Yeah, interestingly enough, we actually have um, a mascot for the Raptors called Rosa. And it's a it's a um, I think it's called a pygmy falcon um, um, or something like that. That we actually that one of the members actually sponsors, um, and um, we get regular updates about it. So that's quite interesting. Um, when you mentioned Dino, um, um, boys raptors with the design of the dinosaur, and some of that you might might have not known is when we were talking about um, uh, boys, because obviously we've been talking about rebranding for a bit. Um, the actual discussion we had when we decided on the name Boys Raptors was do we go Boys Raptors based on the bird or Boys Raptors based on the dinosaur? And what you might not realise and some of people seem to have missed completely was um, they keep bringing up, I've seen that they said, well, you moved from Utah to be um, these team called Boys Raptors that are dinosaurs, right? but there were Raptors in Utah. And I thought the best thing is we can keep our Utah heritage, yeah, by being called the you know boys raptors because raptors are found in utah and these raptors are now invaded boys does that make sense yeah it does it's like paying a homage to it still but also the fact that i don't think you can ever go wrong with a dinosaur based team and yeah okay so the next one is you're giving an expansion team where would you put it and what is the team's branding well, <clears throat> the easy way out of this is putting them on my hometown in Buenos Aires. But since that would be pretty impossible, I it would... wouldn't be actually. It wouldn't be if you consider the fact we've got one in uh, Mexico. Yeah, and another in in Canada. But the east, the actual team would be in the Havana, in Cuba. Mm. And but it would be called the smokers or Caribbean cool or some shit like that that sounds dirty but it isn't, you know? Yeah. I'm gonna guess the colours might be like blue, white and red as well. Nope. To stick with oh what would the be? No, no. Grey, uh purple, um Actually, turquoise. No, you can't do this. You're stealing mine. <laughs> Fuck off. No, genuinely, the uh, one I I've done obviously uh, and I've had for a bit is the um, San Francisco Sea Lions, and they are um, teal slash turquoise, um, purple, and white. And I basically based them off of the colour scheme for the Hokkaido Shinkansen because I really liked its colour scheme. 
Um, so the next one would be, what sports teams do you follow and why, if, if there's a reason behind it? Well, outside of the national teams, um, the Argentinian teams that plays <laughs> in different leagues, I do follow the San Antonio Spurs, mm -hmm. uh, Detroit Pistons, because, well, I like Back in the day, I liked a lot Dennis Rodman, so bad boy Pistons. I follow the Yakult yeah, Swallows for the Japanese Baseball League. And then it's mostly Milwaukee-based teams, the, pa the Packers and the Brewers. Is there any reason behind why those places and those teams? I mean, you explained with, um, did you say it was Pistons for Rodman? Yeah. Any well, reasons like the Swallows and stuff, why you follow those? Yeah, actually, the Swallows was for a manga I was reading, Uraseni. It's for, um, it's about um, a guy that plays for them. On the manga, they are called the uh, spiders or something like that. Um, I simply like the uniforms. And for the Packers, it was because when I was a kid, I got an old Nintendo 64, you know, with an old yes. quarterback club 94. And I simply loved the game and I got to play with the Packers with Brett Favre on them. Yeah. Uh, well, then the fan base of the Packers simply told me about the Brewers and it was logic. Yeah, um, I got told that I should be supporting the Brewers by my friend Gurun due to the fact that apparently um, it's either the longitude or latitude is the exact same as Hokkaido. So, by default, apparently, my MLB team has to be them, according to um, my friend Gurun. Well, um, so, the next question. Actually, I, I mean, I, see some. Well, the Brewers had uh, a guy that right now is playing in the Korean League. And another one that's playing in Japan, so might give it a go. The uh, the only reason I don't watch um, um, MLB or follow it is because it's just on too late for me. Like with the NPB, it's the earliest game starts at like five AM for me, but a majority of them have been starting at ten AM, so it's been like really easy for me to watch them. So the next one is, um, you can plan a trip anywhere to see your favourite team. Where do you go and what sport and what team? It's like you can go to any place in the world to go watch them. Green Bay and watch a Packers game at Lambo. See, if you're doing that, then you could do the same thing as what me, um, me and Dren talked about, which was um, me and Dren have a plan for when we go to Japan, which is we're going to stop off at Oryx, uh, where the Oryx, which I think was Osaka, I worked at. Um, We'll stop off there, go to an Oryx game, and then go up to Hokkaido to watch one there as well. So you could probably do the same way. Going to see a Packers and a Brewers game at the same time. Yeah, and since some people in the Vandals locker room are actually Packers and Brewers fans, mm. they said, well, if you come, you tailgate with us and simply have the whole experience. And <laughs> I stopped being... Uh, weird guy that barely speak the language in the other side of the planet. I mean, um, can you imagine it with me going there and trying to talk to people from Hokkaido when I have the grasp of the Japanese language like um, written so I can read it, but um, I can't speak it very well. So we're going to go to the next set of questions. This is by Valor again. Why should your team use their pick to take him? 
What position is he playing? One B. Well, <clears throat> next season we're losing. Uh, it seems like I can tell you one thing from what, what I've read, from what I've worked out myself, is you're going to be losing quite a lot um, due to the fact that you're over the cap by, uh, well, a hard cap by, um, I think it's, I want to say 12 mil, I want to say about 12 million. So you're going to have to lose a few, I'm going to guess. So go on. Well, if we really lost that much, I, but I doubt, doubt it. Our uh, GMs are super capable with the numbers, so I might need someone to bring me my towel. Hmm. Yeah, because but I, I, from what I've looked at it, you're gonna they're gonna need to shed at least twelve million, and that's just to get a hard cap. And I think you have to get to the soft cap to not. Get any penalties? I could be wrong though. I'm not sure how it works fully because obviously I'm in that um, minus GM. But it looks like they're going to have some um, issues for a bit, as it looks for the cap. And it, I, it is them just needing to work it out. So it, it will be drafts that you'll be looking at it. Um, so your question is now. This is this is asking me normally, so I'll swap it to you. <clears throat> what would you say? The Vandals' biggest need is in this draft coming up. In this next draft, let me check. Yeah, sure, stop. <clears throat> yeah, um, Chris King is reaching regression, so we'll need a shortstop in the near future. Okay. I'll turn that one. <clears throat> Um, Val is asking why are the soft banks hawk eagles better than the ham fighters? Uh, we'll answer that one, they're not. Um, <laughs> so, the next one is who's going to win the PBE World Series? The Vandals, maybe the Dead Valley Scorpions, but it's a uh, coin flip between those two. Okay, so who do you think is going to win the minor leagues? The Dynamos. I know okay, so, by far okay, this is by... that we can okay, beat anybody. So the next one is Issa. This is these are by Issa, by the way. So the next one is, right, they're thinking about joining a, a sim hockey league. Which What league should they join? SHL or VHL and why? I don't know the SHL, but the VHL has some really nice social aspects on them. So if you want, the door is open. Okay, so the next one is, what is the best meal you ever had? Um, was it because of the food, the company, the setting or the situation? You see, here in Argentina, we have uh, both things on the same and when we have asado or barbecue for the American folk, it's the setting, it's the meal, it's friends, family gathering around, drinking, having fun. So that would be it. Is it depressing that I said um, sometimes a kebab, which is like a food that you drink when you uh, when you eat when you're drunk? Um, it's probably the best food when you consider most of the time you're drunk and you don't realise it, but you're looking forward to that end of night kebab. Nah, it's not. I also, uh... said, wa I also said wagyu steak, which is actually the nicest food I've ever had. But um... so, so, yeah. So next one. Next one is this. Uh, looking forward to see. Uh, looking forward. Uh, sorry, looking towards season twenty in the PBE. What team do you think is going to get better than uh, is going to do better than they did in season nineteen? And what teams do you think is going to do worse? Well, the New Orleans is for sure doing better. Mm -hmm. um, and I know the about the age of 
the Scorpions bullpen, but they might be getting worse. For sure, they, they ain't getting any better. So those would be my picks. New Orleans and Dead Valley. Um, do you think any of those ones that all stand out that are going to get better? Like, if you want to go through teams in general, which you think are going to get better and worse? Well, um, Boise is getting better, that's for sure. Um, maybe Nashville's, for sure they can't get worse, so only ways up. Um, Vancouver's gonna have all this trouble in the near future, so they gotta reload a season or two, so. See, with me, I was looking at it and I see Cancun as a potential that's going to drop. Because they've got Diesel, who's um, regressing. You've got Dren, who's inactive and starts regression this year. You've got Speedy saying that they're going to free agency. So there's a lot of chance for change there. Um, and the Crabs are losing some pitching as well. So the, the I can see those, like, some teams in the east dropping. Okay, so this next one, um, next question is by um, Legally Blind Gamer, right? Um, so this is going to be a, hard, a quite big question for you because it's going to, you know, I want you to work it out, yeah. Um, so you haven't heard what my predictions are from my other podcast, so you obviously can't um, get influenced. So. My thing, the question is, what are your predictions for the playoff seedings, and then result for this, uh, then result for the playoffs? Okay. Okay, minors or majors? It says both, so start off with majors and then go to minors. Okay, then let me check real quick how the standings are right now. I can tell you how they are right now. Um, you've got, okay. you've got. Um, Death Valley leading the league um, by, I think it's something like four wins in the West. And then you got Providence um, in the East leading by quite a lot of wins. Um, so those two are most likely, unless unless you want to um, give it to Vancouver for seed, I guess. But I think in the East, it's definitely um thing you're going through on a, you know, on a buy. Um, um, the crabs. Uh, so that that that's one thing I'm gonna. That's the one thing. So I'll t I'll read you standings, okay? Okay. Uh, uh, the thing we want to know is I think there's nine or eight games left, okay? Um, yeah, eight games left. So Providence Crabs have seventy wins, thirty losses. The Cancun. This is for the East. So I'll read you East and West, okay? Um. Just so I can give you a bit of information, uh, one team from the East and one team from the West will get number one and two seed, and that depends on who's got the most wins. So let's yeah. say in this situation, I mean, Death Valley have the most wins. So if they got the first seed, for example, um, they'd um, be over Providence Crabs for whatever happens later on. And uh, so, yeah, and then after that, for like three through six, I think it is. Yeah, three through six, it's just done on who's got the best, uh, most wins. And Perfect. then it goes into percentage. Yeah, so, and then it goes into percentages and ground balls and stuff. And yeah, I got it on my screen right now, so. Yeah, so you've got 70 wins, 30 losses for Providence Grabs. Um, uh, 66 wins, 34 losses for the Cancun Toros. 50 wins, 50 losses for the New York Voyagers. 42 wins, 58 losses for the Florida Space Rangers. You've got 29 um, wins, 71 losses for the New um, Orleans Rougarous, I think it's pronounced. Um, 27 wins and 73 losses for the Outer Banks Aviators. So that's one conference. In the Western Division, you've got uh, Death Valley Scorpions with 75 wins, 25 losses. You've got the Vancouver Vandals with 71 losses, uh, wins, 29 losses. You've got San Antonio Sloths with 61 wins and 39 losses. 
you've got Detroit with 30, 43 wins, 57 losses. You've got Boys with 41 wins, 59 losses. You've got Nashville with 25 wins, 75 losses. Before we start, one thing I'm going to just point, say here, and this is something I'm really shocked at, is actually how we've got 41 wins. I'm very shocked that Boys has 41 wins. Um, but yeah. So how do you think it's going to go then? So how do you think, well, after these last eight games have played, how do you think the playoffs are going to go? Well, probably the, the NFC is pretty much in. I don't see getting over them. Yeah, so so they're, let's say they're a lock for one off. I'm going to say so they're a lock for two, yeah? So they've got the buy for the East, so continue. Well, I see... Uh, that Valley and Vancouver actually on a picture frame end with at least, well, I'm going to say the one that comes up, it's going to have less than two wins over the, the third seed. It's going to be really, really close. Yeah. But if I can see the standings like to stay like they are right now. I can so see. Think, so you think Death Valley is going to get in as number one seed? Yeah, by one game. Yeah, yeah. at the minute they are on a twelve win streak as well. I'm pretty sure as well. So it is a um, okay. So, so there's that. So then, so I'm so because of that, we've got to put in. Um, these are the ones where I think it's already decided um, for the next ones. So because of that, um, Vancouver's automatically third. Um, unless you think... Yeah, so yeah, Vancouver's automatically third. Third, uh, I see slugs maybe getting the fourth by, I doubt so. It's No, no, what, no, what, what I'm saying is um, um, Vancouver's after... So, if if um, so, do you know the sloths? So them to be, do you know the fourth the fourth playoff berth? Let's say they have to get five wins, yeah. Yeah, I know. And then Cancun have to lose them all. Yep, I know. And you think that could? You think that's going to happen? I think that can happen. Yeah. I doubt they it would, but yeah, I feel that so, it will happen. Yeah actually okay so in so so far we've got um death valley in first providence in second vancouver san antonio so because of that i'm gonna guess you're not gonna go you're not gonna argue that cancun aren't fifth so i don't think the statistically can fall lower than fifth yeah yeah right so the last one now is do you think the detroit demons can win all the last eight while the New York Voyagers lose the last eight, ah, I don't. So, so the sixth seed is going to be the Voyagers, yeah. Okay. So we know that Death Valley and um, Providence. Providence have already got a buy, so they don't play this first round. The first round is the Vandals versus the Voyagers, and then it is Cancun versus the Sloths. So, how do you think that turns out? Vancouver beating uh, <clears throat> Vancouver and Cancun beating New York. Beating, yeah. Okay, and Vancouver, then Cancun, so it's New York. Toros pass. Yeah. So so then that would go to Toros playing Death Valley and then Vancouver playing Providence. Vancouver can beat Providence. They did it in the past. They can do it again and we know that when the last games are coming, the crabs are choking. So I see. I mean, the, you see, the thing is, though, in the last, in the few times that I've seen Vancouver play against the crabs, they've actually choked in this that in that point. Yeah, um, I know. But... So that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't. This so far, I don't disagree with that. I think personally that I. Vancouver are getting to the World uh, World Series. I think that. 
um, um, I think that that game is going to be decided by what team chokes the less. <laughs> they both are going to lose dumb games. They both are going to make mistakes. It's going to depend on, on who does it the less. Okay, so, and now the Death Valley Cancun. Who do you think is going to win there? Death Valley, it's winning. It's sweeping, actually. Okay. So, the final is Death Valley versus um, Vandals. Yeah. yeah, Vandals. The Scorpions so how's that are going? winning. Scorpions In are how winning. In how many? In how many? I see that going to six. I, I I think I I I've had the exact same one. I don't know if I actually said a number, but I think about six or seven. Um, I think this is probably um, both Vancouver's Providence's and Death Valley's like chance to get it before like everything slowly falls apart for both yeah. for all of them. Uh, side note: After this World Series, the knuckleball is getting nerfed again. Well, let's, not talk, let's not talk about that yet. Okay. We'll get to that because that, that's actually a question about knuckleballs. We'll get to that. Uh, now, miners. Miners, okay. We got. Four, four teams make it. Um, yeah, I can say them in memory. We hmm. got. The Dynamos. We got the Mounties. We got San, Bernard, San Bernardino, and we got the Dilos. Okay. So you think that the Kingpins is going to lose everything and the Dilos are going to go in the sweep? Well, I see the Swifties beating them. It's hard to... It's hard, but I think they can make it. And then they have a four-game a four game series again, the Dynamos, and okay. yeah. we actually beat them many times. So, yeah. Okay, so now the next question would be, who do you think is getting the first seed? There's two games in yeah. between Kingston and yeah. Dynamos at the minute. It's... So who do you think is getting? Actually, it's... Kingston first seed, yeah. That was second. Even yep. that, it pains in my heart. I that, said the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go. Um, then it's well, the Dilos can reach the sixty-six or so. I don't think they will, though. I don't think Bernardino doesn't at least squeak out one win. Uh, it's even if they do, the Dilos can reach it. So the 66ers have the second seal already. I don't know because I'm not sure if I don't I don't know if it works like that with Western Eastern miners. I've not looked it up, but um, if it does, then that's fine. But anyway. Um, I don't think it really changes what lineups I thought it would be, and I don't think it changed ours anyway. Um, which is, from what I'm gathering, it'd be Kingston versus Dillos um, and Dynamos versus Bernardino. Yep. Okay, so how do you think that goes? Kingston wins, Dallas wins. Yeah. I see both going to four games. Yeah. Then. Dallas wins in seven. Okay. Sad Kingston winning because it's Kingston. Um, um, yeah, as much but, as I'd like the Dynamos, but I can see Kingston because it's Kingston. Yeah, but uh, actually I was watching the Dallas historic uh, records. Yeah. And I'm getting each and every single one this season, so... I gotta say that I'm currently one of the five best pitchers that ever played for Dallas. 
I mean, the best pitcher never got to play as long as they wanted to. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Don't worry. I mean, I only got to play for a season when I wanted to play for like five. But that's yeah, I want to do the same, but well, I'm going to say it. Uh, Vancouver got a GM switch. Um, when? Like two days ago. Oh, who, who's GM now? Um, we got Brent, the geezer. Yeah. Well, he was a man. Now he's GM in the team because Al Gringo or Herb Sessions, depending yeah. on it's going to be a dad this weekend. I didn't know that. I thought Al Gringo would call GM anyway. Nah, he stepped down because he got a family to raise. Oh. So who's new co-GM then? Right now, nobody. Okay, so um, you're listening here now. Legally Blind Gamer, take it. Give me dynamos so I can change them to the dynamantos. Um... Or make Diner as mascot. Diner's just—it's going to be rebranded to a, di a Diner theme. When I mean that, you can decide which way you mean. Either one like the mascot, or one like an actual Diner. I like both of them at the minute. Quite interesting. Or a dinosaur that looks like Mo Sislak from Simpsons, which was also a joke application by Dren once. Um. Um. Anyway, so next one is. Back to the knuckleball question is, what do you think about the changes to knuckleball pictures and how do you think it will affect them long term? In the long term, now, it's not going to make any difference. See, now this is where I this is where I want to step in and quickly say something. Okay. The problem with this question, and this is no, what's it called? We can talk about the changes that happened this season, yeah? And it seems to have done nothing really. The main issue is we don't know what the changes are in general because it sounds like they're changing all um, archetypes. However, what I will say is any changes to knuckleballing to try and stop it being the meta is silly due to the fact that all you're going to do is make everyone else swap to a new meta. I think the same, but it actually did, especially when the nerf happened i told them that it didn't affect the major leagues it was a nerf strictly aimed to the minors because 50 tpe means half what the player made in a season yeah it makes it worse it makes it worse the fact like so for example someone like me um, I have a lot of money for my character to burn, so I can easily just go, all right, I'll swap that pitch. Because you can just get rid of it, yeah? And then you can you get a free swap of your pitch to a um, fastball. And that's to 75 TP overall, or 75, whatever you want to call it, right? Total in-game points, anyway. Um, and you see, the that's okay for someone like me who's got the money. Because all I have to do is once I get 50 TP and I've stopped upgrading everything else, I can just go, do you know what? I'm going to throw 50 into whatever my fourth pitch is, bring it in, pay the money to swap those two around so I can get my knuckle curve back. I didn't do this. I'm just saying this is an example, yeah? Um, and I like what you said there is it basically makes the third pitch completely useless to a player because you can't put TP into it. Um, because it's pointless. Um, and you're making it so that the people who don't have the money are not going to be able to just get that pitch changed eventually. I simply lost a pitch. That was it. Yeah, I mean, with me, I just paid 50 TP because I already knew someone would come in. Yeah, but even if I did it, it affects my, my cap. Because in the minors, you can't go over 350, so... If I wouldn't I... know. I've never been 
Never yeah. been captain miners. Yeah. <laughs> I captained it before. But pretty if I simply paid and go over the cap, I had my stats way lower. Well, um, so like one of my men, so the other thing is I've seen people just shouting for the cancellation of the pitch completely, like, you know, the archetype, because no one throws knuckleballers in real life. Like, what do you think of that well, argument? I can invite you to we go to a, to a park and I can throw a knuckleball, so... I think the argument is, is no one's thrown in the majors. Well... Of the MLB, and my argument against that would be, why are we trying to emulate the MLB? It's fantasy. Have yeah, fun. Um, if we're gonna ch say that, well, there's a guy in the majors that can switch pitch, so he can throw a sinker and a fastball with both his yeah, I mean, right yeah, and his left hand, but we don't have that, so... Yeah, like, we can we can go all the way these kind of things, can't we? Like, why can't I be a two-way player like Otani? <laughs> if we're trying to go to, you know, re the argument of my realism. Um, the only other thing that I'd like to say, which is along the lines of um, people shouting about knuckleball and meta, which I did touch on on the other podcast, is the fact that, um, like I said already, we're just going to make people go to a new meta and that's all that's going to happen. And it's it's sad for someone like me because people are wanting to take away the thing I've been wanting to be for ages. I Not wanted to be a knuckleballer since season 11. And not only that, but the knuckleball ain't the meta. The If you check the finesse pitchers, they are doing way better anyways. Yeah, maybe... They are in the minors. They're definitely doing it better at minors. And it's, it's one of those things where it's hard to, like... It's one of those things where I feel like the um, vocal voices are getting heard more. And the fact that everybody on Death Valley, when they won the championship, were a knuckleballer didn't help. Yeah, but I did the numbers, yeah. There's yeah. only 11 knuckleballers in the majors. If I get called mm. next season, there are going to be 12. 12 people in almost 100, maybe more. You're actually nerfing the ten percent or less of the league for one for one number. Um, like when it comes to me, like I, I don't. It's just I mean we've got other things that are going to happen anyway. So like I've said already, we've got massive like archetype changes coming, so we don't know what's going to happen. We've got switching to a new. Um, engine so that could change everything so it's just one of those things where it's up in air at the minute um one thing i'd like to ask is what is your thoughts on um the change to the draft format um personally i like the idea but not the way it was implemented See, I've got my complaints, but and I'll explain this why in a minute. I so, think the, I, I think the idea was great. Yeah, we gotta involve the player more. We gotta make them stay one season in the minors before getting drafted majors. But the way they made it makes the GM look lazy, actually. I don't want to scout. See, my so, I you see my problem is not that. My main problem is something completely different, which is, so let's say you're a season nineteen create. You're currently being penalised. <clears throat> Same with season twenty. 
you're currently be both being penalised for being created a certain time earlier than everyone else. Um, because you, and, and same with me, 17, you know what I mean? Um, because you didn't know this will come in. So, for example, my career won't, and I won't reach the TP highs of some other players who are going to be there in the Season 21 draft. Do you, do you know what I mean? So all careers of the people in the Season 21 draft, theoretically, might be able to hit, be hit better ranges and better stuff than currently that we can, unless they address it. Now, the other problem is um, the implementation where, um, I don't know if you've heard this, but they haven't actually fixed the problem as it sounds. I'm not sure. I need to look into it because they've not explained it fully. Because as it sounds, the people who are actually a rookie can only do weekly training and activity check for a year and a half. So what's your thought of that? Well... I don't believe it was changed, and even if so, I don't think it's fair. Like, yeah, maybe in the future, a season, for example, the season 22 create will reach heights that nobody here did. But even if so, forcing someone to actually play less because you decided? No, I don't like that that kind of ideas. I mean, I, I feel like they're going to change that. I, I feel like they've got to address that. Because if not, they're just going to have a mass amount of people just thinking, why the fuck should I stay? But, like, my, my main... I guess my main um, question would be, like, how do you feel about... Do you know, did you hear what I just said about the um, way that these new players are going to earn, as it sounds anyway? Because I don't know if they've changed out, and I need to know if they've changed out. Um, is so do you know if you created the trade deadline before yeah you could only you could only do um, anything that was um, so weekly week, weekly training activity check and then anything that came up so like you know you draft EPT and stuff yeah okay right and you can't do anything and this is how we got taught that's um, labelled um, differently to your um, player. So if you're a labelled so example I was labelled S17 but I was created in S6 like you know the trade down of S, um, S season 16 I couldn't do any of the uh, uh, any of the point tasks up to um, the draft DTP essentially yeah? yeah because of right so what this this is my question how can you justify if this is how it's staying at least, thinking that players are going to stick around when they do two things and that's it. And all they can do is gain 8 TP every week. See what I mean? Thank God I'm not in the head office. <laughs> I can't answer that. I mean, this is the problem. Like, yeah. I mean, the problem is we'd be... I'm going to say the problem with being in head office is it takes quite a long time for anything to get implemented. And by the time it does get implemented, it's rushed. So that's one of the other problems is like um, where once in off of going into the postseason, we don't know any of the changes like I've mentioned already of this new coming archetype. Um, we've not had any recruitment yet for the um, new players because they've been told to hold off until the archetype that's been announced. Um, but we need to know how many numbers are coming in of new players for the miners, because then we need to know if we need to expand and such, you know, stuff like that. Um, and because of that, this off-season has to be extended. It can't be the normal two-week turnaround. It has to be longer. Yeah, at least three, or who knows, maybe. Three, I think. I yeah. think three. And saying that the off season would take a whole month, even yeah, it's not strange. Like you say, well, they gotta announce the art change. We got at the post season. We got to recruit people, scout them, 
find them a team and stuff, it can take a long time. A really long time, actually. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that's going to be quite an interesting um, little thing, really. And yeah, it's this next coming season is going to be an interesting one because obviously it could be um, te- could take next to no time, could take a while. But who knows? Um, I think that's the thing with PBA. You never know, do you? Anyway, that's um, all the questions I have. Um, I'd like to say thanks for listening if you got this far. Um, and thanks to my guest, Latin Viking. Placer. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, um, enjoy Blade Runner Blues as this plays out. <laughs>